Teaching Ministry of Pastor Taiwo Udukoya, the Senior Pastor of the Founding of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shapen your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. I was caught in between two, you know, being Easter Sunday and of course the close of our conference, New Creation Realities. So I really just didn't know where to swing. But you know, Holy Ghost always has it prepared. So for our opening scripture today, let's turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 15. 1 Corinthians chapter 15. From verse 1. Moreover, brethren, I declare to you the gospel which I preached to you, which also you received, and in which you stand, by which also you are saved, if you hold fast that word which I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. For I delivered to you, first of all, that which I also received, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day, according to the scriptures, and that he was seen by Cephas, then by the twelve. After that, he was seen by over 500 brethren at once, of whom the greater part remain to the present, that's as at the time this episode was written. But some have fallen asleep. After that, he was seen by James, then by all the apostles. Then last of all, he was seen by me also, as by one born out of a due time. For I am the least of the apostles, who am not worthy to be called an apostle, because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace toward me was not in vain, but I labored more abundantly than they all. Yet not I, but by the grace of God which was with me. Now, verse 11, I'll read it. They were struggling in the church at the time. So therefore, whether it was I or they, so we preach, and so you believed. Verse 12, now if Christ is preached that he, was being, I mean, that he has been raised rather, from the dead, how do some among you say there is no resurrection of the dead? But if there is no resurrection of the dead, then Christ is not risen. And if Christ is not risen, then our preaching is empty and your faith is also empty. Yes, and we have found false witnesses of God because we have testified of God that he raised up Christ whom he did not raise up, if in fact the dead do not rise. For if the dead do not rise, then Christ is not risen. And if Christ is not risen, your faith is futile. You are still in your sins. Then also those who have fallen asleep in Christ have perished. If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most pitiable. One version says most miserable. What I'm saying, what Paul was saying, is that, hey, (laughs) 
your faith is not in vain. Our preaching is not empty. He's alive and well. So quickly, some things just got to me here and I thought I should just open with this. I declare to you the gospel which I preached to you, which also you received. Now, there were some argument in church because a lot of the Christians were Judaizers who just came into Christianity. And so they would define Christianity based on the principles of Judaism. And there was no way to work. And so he had to put something straight. I preached to you, which also you received, in which you stand, by which also you are saved, if you hold fast, yes. For I delivered to you first of all that which I also received. Now if a man does not have the conviction of the gospel, he cannot transmit it. You can only give to the extent of your own conviction. And conviction is personal. That which I received, that Christ died. And what did I receive? Christ died for our sins. According to scriptures, what did I receive? And what am I communicating? He was buried. And he rose again. Hallelujah. The third day, according to scriptures. And he didn't rise up secretly and hid himself away. No, he was seen by Cephas. He was seen by the twelve. Then at once by five hundred. Then by all the apostles. So there are witnesses to this factor. And this is the gospel that I preach. So in other words, if we are preaching anything that deviates from Jesus as the center, we are off. And amazingly, there are many other gospels today. If you just do a little bit of research from the Bible, you discover that there are many other Gospels. There are. You see Paul talk of that, in fact, precisely other Gospels. May we thank God that the Gospel we preach is the Gospel of the fact that Jesus died and he was buried and he was resurrected and he didn't just die, he died for our sins. Hallelujah. And he resurrected and is alive forevermore. Glory be to If you're excited, shout Amen. amen. Oh, yeah. Don't ever get to the place that, that all you just hear is the preaching to meet your need. No. No. I'll get there in a minute. Our style culturally is to consult. You consult the herbalist. You consult witch doctors. Consult and when, it, when we now begin to come to church, then people consult in church. Please don't get me wrong. In the multitude of counsel, there is safety. So counseling is not consultation. But some people are still consulting. There will be no decision taken without consulting. No, we're going to a prophet. They don't even know the difference. They can't discern. Isn't it funny? And today, and for commercial purposes, herbalists and witch doctors don't call themselves. They call themselves pastors and prophets. Yeah. And people rush there. People that will sit in a place like this with the presence of God and the power of God at work, they will leave and go consult. What do you expect them to tell you? 
They will hold you down because you, your consultation there is not free. You give. But in church, you will find it difficult to give. <laughs> when they say give, you, but when the Baba gets say, buy me a cow, you buy a cow, buy this, buy this, and he's telling you lies. But God will have mercy on you. In the name of Jesus. But can I beg you, don't put the lives of your children in jeopardy. Don't take their cases to any witch doctor. If the word of God cannot satisfy you as far as their life is concerned, if you can trust God with your life, please trust God much more with their lives. I'm not joking. There are other gospels. Now, what Paul was saying was that Jesus died and resurrected and that's Easter. Now, if Jesus never rose from the dead, there will be no basis for what we're doing today. So Easter started this generation of covenant children, believers. And that's why we tell people during believers class that, hey, how many Christians were there when they raised Lazarus from the dead? How many Christians were there when they fed 5,000 with a loaf of bread? None. Pastor, what do you mean? Even James and John? None. There was not a single Christian until he resurrected from the dead. Yeah? Praise the Lord. So that you can begin to have a full understanding of when we say Easter Sunday. That's what we mean. Uh, quickly to make it clear, I think the confusion comes from the fact that when we say Jesus, a lot of people see Jesus in the gospel. They are making a mistake. Jesus in the gospel is powerful, it's fine. He was God manifested in the flesh. Fantastic. Jesus in the gospel was before he died. Jesus in the gospel was a lone man that walked around and was in obscurity until he got to Jordan. Until the spirit descended and the father openly declared that this is my beloved son. Jesus in the gospel thereafter was led of the spirit and was tempted in the wilderness. Jesus in the gospel returned the power of the Holy Spirit because after Jordan, Jesus in the gospel didn't do anything apart from the Holy Ghost. And then of course, Jesus in the gospel ended his life on the cross, going through some disgrace and torture and died like a criminal. Jesus in the gospel. You see, Jesus in the gospel didn't stop there. Jesus in the gospel resurrected the third day. And that's the much we saw because that was from the saints' realm. But Jesus in the epistle is different. Is somebody hearing me? Just in the, in the peace with the time, don't find Jesus over death, over Satan, over sin, over fear, over every lie of the devil, over sickness. Jesus in the epistle, resurrected Jesus, hallelujah, the one that is making souls of the children of men, every day, everywhere, hallelujah, the one that, yes, even up till now is still working, come on, Jesus in the gospel works, did perfect work for us, Jesus in the epistle is still doing perfect work, much more perfect work, hallelujah, through the spirit, by the word, two different the same person, but different spaces. And that's where a lot of people run into trouble. So happy Easter. So Paul will not allow you, I mean, any ambiguity about what he believes and what he teaches and what he declares. The beautiful part of this is that he said, and I saw him too. Everybody saw him, and I saw him too. 
The question is this. This Easter, have you seen him? If you haven't seen him, please make sure you do before you go. Until you see him for yourself, you can't be that bold to proclaim and to declare. Hello. Praise God. So, what are the benefits of his resurrection? He made slaves, kings. Translated us from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. Hallelujah. Is somebody hearing me? What are the benefits of resurrection? We are blessed totally with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. What are the benefits of his resurrection? Come on, more. Tell me. We are completing him. Who is the head of all principalities and powers? We are seated with him in the heavenly places. We who are dead in trespasses, not only quickened, lifted up, and now we sit with him. Hallelujah. I mean, we can go on and on and on and on. Otherwise, Easter morning will be meaningless. Somebody shout hallelujah. So I am convinced in the name of Jesus that you rising out of this pew today is a new beginning for you. In the name of Jesus. Is somebody hearing me? This is very important because I was assured before I came. So what am I saying? Now that he's alive and well and he has finished the work, the time has come for you now to begin to manifest the benefits of his resurrection. That's what we call the reality of the new creation. His resurrection brought about the new creation. We are the new creations. And of course, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, which you know by heart, the uh, Bible says that if any man be in Christ, how? Come on. Ephesians 1, 3 that I first quoted, blessed be God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us. I want you to understand that before Paul would do anything, he would start with what has been done. He was going to write a whole lot to the Ephesian church. He said, blessed be God. I'm talking to the blessed. Straight. That, that was Paul. I'm talking to the blessed. So find yourself in the frequency of his blessings. Otherwise, we will lose you. We will never lose you in Jesus' name. Is somebody hearing me? Glory be to God in the highest. I am convinced in the name of Jesus that today is special for you. By, by the way, maybe I should go a little further. That's in 2 Corinthians 5 and 21. Guess what happened? He said, he will you know sin. What? Became sin for who? For Tyro. Why? That I, Tyro, might become what? The righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You know what happened there? Right there. Change of nature. Can you imagine? The only place where your nature can change. His death and his resurrection for me. That's why an Ambroba will come in. After meeting him at his death and resurrection, he comes out as a saint. And you begin to wonder. He said, no. That was the old me. This is a new me. Which you have never, never, never seen before. This new me can only do you good. Glory be to God. I know everybody under the sound of my voice can only do me good. So look to your right and to your left. They can only do you in the name of Jesus. In your neighborhood, they can only do you. In your office place, they can only do you. In the name of why goodness and mercy all the day. Now, turn with me to Ephesians. Let's quickly go there. I'll read chapter 1 from verse 15, then we'll turn to chapter 3 quickly. 
and I tag this one activating the realities of the new creation. Therefore I also, verse 15, chapter 1, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and the love for all the, the saints, do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you, to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints and what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who, who believe, according to the working of his power. <laughs> Which he walked in Christ. Oof, hallelujah. When he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principalities and powers and might and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. And he put all things under his, hallelujah, all things under his feet, all things under his feet. And gave him to be the head of all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. Let me quickly read this from Passion Translation. Because of these, since I first heard about your strong faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and your tender love towards all his devoted ones, my heart is always full and overflowing with thanks to God for you as I constantly remember you in my prayers. I pray that the Father of glory, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, will impart to you, will impart to you the riches of the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of revelation to know him through your deepening intimacy with him. I pray that the light of God will illuminate the eyes of your imagination, flooding you with light until you experience the full revelation of hope of his calling. Hallelujah. That is the wealth of God's glorious inheritance that he finds in us, his holy ones. I pray that you will continually experience the immeasurable greatness of God's power made available to you through faith. Then your life will be an advertisement of this immense power as it walks through you. Let me pause there. Can you see what Paul was praying? That your life will now become the billboard of this power of God. You talk of the realities of the new creation. There's no missing words in this matter. It's not possible for you to be a new creation and people will be wondering if you are one. They will see the power of God. From a distance, they will see you. Glory be to God. Did you hear? I pray. I pray. I pray. Now let me quickly let you know this. It's been my burden for a long time. That's why I talk on supernatural covenant, um, limitlessness of the power of God, the ministry of the Holy Spirit, new creation realities, covenant realities. You know, because I know there is more. Why should you be so free and yet still be living like you are a prisoner when the prison doors are open? Why will you be so healed and yet carry sicknesses all over in your body? Why will you be so much all around supplied and yet be dying in poverty? He is resurrected. He is alive. 
Three things. Number one, prayer. He said, what do you mean prayer? He wasn't praying for non-believers. He was praying for Christians. Since the day I heard. So there may be Christians who would never realize what they have and who they are all their lives. They will go to heaven. Only that there will be sure change here. God forbid. Did you hear? He will make you a billboard of the power of the exceeding riches of the grace of God, the glory of God. Hallelujah. I know what I'm talking about. You hear? I pray. I pray. He said, I pray, I pray, I pray. He said, since the day I heard, I ceased not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayer, that God will grant you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. A lot of people don't, don't have it. A lot of people have knowledge. but kind of knowledge? Mental. Most of us don't have the experiential knowledge. A lot of people don't have wisdom, but they have knowledge. But the wisdom that cannot be applied to your everyday life is of what use. But the Lord will help me tell you that rising out of this place today in the name of Jesus is the beginning of a revolution in your life. In the name of Jesus. It's what I believe God for. So the first thing to activate, prayer, Paul. And if you watch Paul, Ephesian church, Colossian church, Roman church, Philippa, you will find elements of this prayer. His letter to them, bam, straight. Why? Because he had experienced it. Hear him in the book of Philippians chapter 3. Say, it's not like I've attained, but there's something I do. I, pr- I forget what is behind. I press. May I never get to a place where I'll be too satisfied to follow. Oof, hallelujah. I press for the prize of the higher calling. There's always a higher calling. No matter how wonderful you are today, God has a better place for you. Amen. That's why it's from glory to glory. You will always better his best in your life. So first thing is prayer. But just to say a little bit about prayer, Jesus, for Luke was reporting about, I mean, reporting what Jesus did. He said, he began to teach to the intent that men will, what, will always what, pray and not faint. Look at different translations. Men will always pray and not fear. Pray, always pray and not lose heart. Always pray and not become cowardly. So that means the prayer is key. Paul, this same Paul was writing to the, to the Thessalonian church. He said, look, pray without ceasing. You want to activate this reality in your life? Prayer. Book of James chapter 5 said, are you going through stuff? Say, pray. Yeah? Paul will pray and pray and pray. Can you quickly put me Ephesians chapter 3 again? The time is always too short. Ephesians 3 from 14. Quickly, quickly. Paul praying for this church. For this reason I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named that he will grant you according to the riches of his glory. Pastor Cooley, you want to help me read it in, 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 in passion. 
glory to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man. He know, she, 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 she. Paul knows exactly what to pray for. He was praying for fountain, for example. I'm confident, ladies and gentlemen, it's a new beginning for you. In the name of Jesus. Somebody says it's a new beginning for us. In the name of Jesus. Strengthened with might in the inner man. That Christ may dwell in your heart through faith, that you be rooted and granted in love, may be able to compare with all the saints what is the width, the width, the length, and the breadth, and the depth, and the height, and to know the love of Christ that passes knowledge, that you may be. F- Why won't you manifest? Your life will become a billboard for the power of God in the name of Jesus. From a distance, they will know you are a child of God. You remember what he said? You are the light of the world. You are a city on a hill. Don't begin to assume that you are hidden under a cliff. When you are right there on top, it's time to start walking like you, like you are on top because you are on top in the name of Jesus. But because that's where you are. And that scripture that wouldn't finish until it says, you let your light shine. He's made you light. He's finished the work. There's nothing to add. Help me read it, sir. So I kneel humbly in awe before the Father of our Lord Jesus, the Messiah, the perfect Father of every father and child in heaven and on earth. And I pray that he would unveil within you the unlimited riches of his glory. Hallelujah. And favor until supernatural strength floods your innermost being with his divine might and explosive power. Then, by constantly using your faith, the life of Christ will be released deep inside you. And the resting place of his love will become the very source and root of your life. Then, you will be empowered to discover what every holy one experiences. The great magnitude of the outstanding love of Christ in all its dimensions. How deeply intimate and far-reaching is his love. How enduring and inclusive it is. Endless love beyond measurement that transcends our understanding. This extravagant love pours into you until you are filled to overflowing with the fullness of God. Never doubt God's mighty power to walk in you and accomplish all this. He will achieve infinitely more than your greatest requests your most unbelievable dream and exceed your widest, wildest imagination. He will outdo them all for his miraculous power constantly energizes you. Can you get it? Look, that you are a Christian is because he has chosen you to represent him here. The day you gave your life he would have taken you off so that you don't get polluted. But he's keeping you here knowing fully well that you cannot be influenced like you will be an influencer. That's why I say you are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus. Remember every spiritual blessing in heavenly places has been settled for you. I'm not joking. If, only, if the only thing you carry away from here is I am blessed totally. And you put that on your lips constantly. It's been one month. 
you will discover that what bothers you to death will free you. In the name of Jesus. I'm not joking. I'm telling you the truth in the name of Jesus. Paul will pray for every church. When your pastor and your pastors start to pray for you, then you too have a role to play. You can't pray this kind of prayer without, without, without meditating. So my number two, meditation. That is loaded. That prayer is praying the exact work of Christ in bringing you back to the place of total restoration. That prayer summarized why he came. That prayer is rich in the word. It's not just a fluke. And he prayed it. So number one, prayer. Hallelujah. Number two, meditation. When you, are, when you meditate the word, your prayers will always have meaning. Hell will know, why you are, will know when you are praying. The physical will know that you are praying. When they were threatened, they gathered. And what did they do? They prayed. The physical had shook. The time has come. <laughs> For your physical realm to shake when you open your mouth. In the name of Jesus. I'm talking activating the reality of the new creation. Because you are a new creation. You are. You are. Hear God advising Joshua who was so scared of stepping into Moses' shoes. No. It was God's shoes that he gave to Moses. He will make sure that it is your exact, exact size. Because it's your turn. And what did he say? He said, this book of the Lord shall not depart out of your mouth. But if your mouth will be engaged, then you have to meditate. You say, why? Because it is only out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks. You can't be filled with fear and speak faith. And if you dare to speak, if you dare speak what he speaks, you will get the result that he intends. Is somebody hearing me? He said, look, meditate on this world day and night. Observing to do all that is in therein. Then you will be making your way what? Prosper. It's not up to anybody. When you are meditating on what God has said about you and you are praying it, your mouth will be engaged. And that's my third one. You will declare. Romans 10, 10 says that with the mouth, confession is made into manifestation. You will manifest this glory in the name of Jesus. Somebody is hearing me closely. I'm happy you are hearing me because it's a new beginning for you in the name of Jesus. Oh yes, glory be to God in the highest. I say glory be to God in the highest. The day of being stuck in a place is over. In the name of Jesus. Look at Jesus. Yes, yes. Before he was born, prophecy had gone by. The Spirit of the Lord was upon me. 
And then after he was coming from the wilderness, came to the synagogue, they handed him the scroll. He opened to where he read. He opened to where things have been said about him. And what did he do? He read it out. And when he got through, he shut the book. And what did he say? He said, today, what you are hearing is fulfilled in your head. <laughs> oh, glory be. I'm telling someone that says it's a new beginning for today in the name of Jesus. It is, it is, it is. You can't be stopped by what stops everybody. Now, Mashanda Baba I said the time of manifestation has come in the name of Jesus. You see, the problem is not that it's not what he has done. We read it every time. The challenge is that we just don't let it look. But now the spirit of wisdom and revelation. So it's not mental accent. I feel the fire. It's true. Hungry. 40 days, 40 nights. That was when the devil now came and said, turn stones to bread. He will come against you at your weakness, at your need. But God had spoken. This is my beloved son. And then the devil said, if you are the son, turn stone to bread. Now you desperately need stone. You know those need bread. Can you see the trial? Every word of God has gone out for you. Will be tried. But here, Jesus, it is written. Uh-huh. Can you see? Except the man that has been meditating, that knows what has been said about him, it is written. What did he say? Yes, I desperately need bread. But man shall not live by bread alone. No, no, no. No stone will give me bread. The word will give me bread. But by every word, the word can give me bread and give me strength and give me life and give me eternity. No, 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 no. Don't come deceive me because you want to take advantage of my vulnerability. No! And it's only meditation that can do that. I don't care how far gone your case may be. Open your mouth and declare what he has declared about you. But that can only happen if you have been thinking about it. Kanegin said, the last church I pastored, it was pastoring. I got to this place in the book of Ephesians and I will open Ephesians 1 and as often as I could, I will come back and bow my knees. Ephesians 3 and I will pray Ephesians 1 and pray Ephesians 3. He said, I did it for over nine months. Going six months, I started having revelations. Serious revelations. To the extent I asked my wife, I said, my goodness, what what have I been preaching? He said, with the winter of 47, 48, 49, he said, I was loaded with revelations. He said, in 1950, the visions began. He said, from 52 to 59, in the midst and multitude of visions, I saw Jesus three times. And each of the time, he will stand and will converse for at least one and a half hours. He wrote books. I tell ministers, I said, you want your ministry to last? Please, read your Bible. You can read many other people, but please get hold of Canadian books. You want to go study Bible? Jack Hayford. There are many good ones. They will study you. God is no respecter of persons. It is your turn. 
in the name of Jesus it is your turn 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 hear what Kenyon said he said if you have respect for Jesus you respect the Bible he said the respect you have for this word is a measure of the respect you have for the person of Jesus which is true he said this word will speak to you like Jesus is sitting with you and talking to you he is the word this word is quick and powerful Hebrews this word is spirit and is life you know what Kenyon said he said this word in the lips of a believer will move anything created but not so in the lips of an unbeliever but that's the believer that has the conviction that this is it I'm glad I've been able to say the much I've said. Shall we rise? And can I say with all boldness, I and the children that God has given unto me, we are for signs and wonders in our generations. I say you remain a billboard of the power, of the love, uh-huh, of the abundance, of the peace, of the healing of God in the name of Jesus. Everywhere you go, men will rush after you. Ah, they, will be, they will rush after you yearning for the power and the touch of the divine. In the name of Jesus, your life will forever be a blessing. Bringing glory to the name of the Lord in the name of Jesus. I say the best of you will always be in front of you in the name of Jesus. It will be very good today, but your tomorrow will be better in the name of Jesus. Your destiny is not in the hand of any man. It's in your mouth. The word of faith which you preach is nadi. is in your heart and in your mouth. If only you believe in your heart and you say with your mouth, you will get it. Every sickness tormenting your body, I arrest it in the name of Jesus. I declare, I say, because by his stripes, oh yes, you have been healed. Every prize and every demand of justice has been met on your behalf. I say, like the prodigal son, come into yourself today in the name of Jesus. You have a loving father that will never cast you away. It is well with you, well with your future in the name of Jesus. Remember, you are, your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Remember, he's always rejoicing over you. Remember, there's always a smile awaiting you at home. It is well with you in the name of Jesus. I say well with you in the name of Jesus. We are waiting for your testimonies. And we'll never stop praying for you in the name of Jesus. Your days of regrets are over. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> your days of despair are over. In the name of Jesus. The joy of the Lord will remain your strength. In the name of Jesus. Goodness and mercy will follow you. All the days of your lives. In the name of Jesus. You will continue to grow in favor. In wisdom. In the name of Jesus. As God favors you, men will have no choice. They will favor you in the name of Jesus. I said the days of feeling lonely and feeling like, like you are helpless is over. In the name of Jesus. Destiny helpers are waiting for you at every turn. People you don't know will run to aid you in the name of Jesus. You'll be looking for one. Once you don't even know, we say, ah, let's do it for you. In the name of Jesus. God will announce your arrival anywhere you go. It is well with you in the name of Jesus. So happy Easter in Jesus' name.
that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, please contact us at the Founding of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries of Town Planning Way in Lupeju, Lagos. P.O. Box 698, Shemolu, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you and God bless you. Thank you.